Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. There's a highway that stretches across the 93 days of summer where worship isn't offered to the sun, but to the smoking tire, the S-curve, and the spin turn. And if you ride it, Make sure you do it in a Dodge Charger, Challenger, or Durango. Because on this highway, the lines being blurred are the ones between drivers and demons. Welcome to Highway 93. Dodge is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the unscripted studio at the junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of grace. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my studios here at the junction in Old Hilliard. And another new guest today. Um, actually, I want to start off here. Uh, first of all, Corby, thank you for my intro on the audio as always. Uh, let me start here. Uh, from her website, everyone has an inner superhero patiently reminding us who we are, what we have already overcome, and whispering to us who we want to be. Why don't my guest, would you introduce yourself to my audience and we will go from there? Hi. I am Coach Jennifer, and I have devoted my life to be of service to others. And what that encompasses is um, starting my own LLC called Kindness Matters, doing business as Coach Jennifer for you. And it, uh, the beginning was uh, during COVID. When COVID first started, I kind of embraced it as a gift of, of time to go inward a little bit and do some uh, reflecting and refresh my perspective and what were the parts and pieces of me that I wanted to work on. And um, some of the biggest steps, biggest goals were very, very small steps incrementally that um, I just feel like I'm the best version of myself and I'm definitely a helper. So uh, I yeah. just want to help other people with their goals. And that's not me telling you what to do. That's being more of a, a partnership. It's not like uh, coaching is a little bit special. It's not like therapy where you're talking about medication or you're healing from the past. It's not um, consulting where I'm going to tell you what to do. It's, it's a very much a partnership, mm -hmm. client-based, and what you want to work on. And then we come and strategize and navigate road bumps and I can hold you accountable, maybe push you a little bit, but you have everything you need inside. I'm just a facilitator. And I love that. I love what you said about a superhero. Cause we all do. We all have, I think 
we at the end of the day we all have spiritual gifts that we've been given yeah. uh, that uh, we should maximize while we're here. Um, and, and I think so, Aaron. So I like I... this superhero because we live in a superhero age, right? I mean, we watch all the movies, and uh, you know we can all identify with superheroes, but I don't know if we identify them within ourselves. Um, and so I, I love that. I love that. Can time I ask you a can... question? Sure. What made you smile today? What made me? Oh gosh, um, a lot. I, I've had a, I've had a wonderful day because I myself, I think you said it pregame before we we clicked record. Um, you know, I've kind of found that sweet spot. Uh, I think I, I get I get to do what I do every day, and that makes me smile. Um, versus, uh, literally, I think it was a year ago, almost to the day, maybe to the day that I resigned from a position um, where I was not smiling at all. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. And and now I get to do what I do every day, and I'm blessed by that. Um, so that makes me smile. Oh no, that makes just one of the few sense. things. And I, I think you're making um, the world a little kinder, gentler place, one podcast at a time, because you're very judge, <laughs> non-judgmental, and you you resonate with people, and it's um, a very safe space for people to to talk. Oh gosh. Well, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> this isn't about me. It's about you. So let's talk about you. So <laughs> did you leave, did you leave corporate America during the pandemic? And so you said you launched this during the pandemic did. or decided during the pandemic. So did you leave corporate America? I, no, I still have the day job and, and the benefits and okay. I'm growing my business on okay, the side. Good. And I didn't know anything about a website, but I built a, I hired a freelancer and built a website and, um, your trajectory has been very quick and you know, the learning curve is um, amazing. You have to find out, you know, acuity scheduler and, and uh, blogging and, and doing all of those things. Right. But my passion is really the people and getting invested in what their goals, their goals are, which are very, very diverse. And um, I, I just really absolutely love it. And part of working on myself, I also took a, a fine, nine-month, very intensive coaching. I wasn't one that wanted to go for a weekend and get a coaching paper. It was nine months of intensive mentoring, coaching, uh, online classes, homework. It really gave me wow. a strong, strong foundation. And I kind of realized while I was going through that, what's my foundation as a person mm. with my spiritual, mm -hmm. my physical, my job, and taking a look at where the cracks are and realizing you really have to put your oxygen mask on first and then right. you have more right. more to give and you can give more intentionally too when your cup's full. Wow. I, that, I, I love what you just said about putting your oxygen mask on first for anyone that's flown. Yeah. They say put your mask on first and then help someone beside you. That's that is really, really good. Actually, I'm a music fan, and there's a song by Ed Sheeran that talks about how I gave everyone all of my oxygen. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's actually, it's I don't remember the name of the song off the top of my head, but uh, he says, you know, basically what he's saying in that song is just that. And, and that um, before I can save anyone else, I have to save myself. Yeah. Um, I love to Ed your Sheeran. Point. Um, That's very true. He's anyway, a good, he's a yes. good guy. Yeah. I think the song is called Save Myself. Uh, it's one of my favorites by him. But um, it, it to that point, I think, you know, we give all of our auctions to everyone else because that's just we pour into everyone else and then we realize that Especially we're, helpers, as you said, our cup is empty. Yep. People that are caring for others, a lot of times that's, you know, moms. Um, and you just spread yourself so thin then you have nothing left. But if you start with your cup a little right. bit fuller and just some basic self-care, um, 
very basic self-care. Some people come to me and I'm like, how much do you sleep? Are you drinking water? Mm. Just very basic mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I had a stay-at-home yeah. mom during the pandemic that was um, having trouble focusing, but she was still in her pajamas at noon with the kids online and just exhausted. And she said mm. her brain was a little foggy. And I said, well, you know, your brain is about 80% water. How, what does your water intake look like? And she said, zero. <laughs> so we just right. kind of right. back and forth and thought, well, uh, what do you do that's non-negotiable during the day? And we'll just attach a new little habit to it. It's called chaining it. And, and we talked about several things. And she said, I brush my teeth non-negotiable twice a day <laughs> so while we were on the zoom call she went down to the kitchen she got a cup in the bathroom there's 12 16 ounces of water she went from zero to that and that was her goal for the first week so right it, i meet you where you are i've had clients that will yeah. only talk on the phone some people want to zoom some are not even in ohio i've had clients in colorado um florida wow. and some that want to meet at Panera. So it depends where your mm. comfort zone is, but it's a safe space to talk um, yeah. and figure out where you, where are you and where do you want to go and how are we going to get there? And you break it down into teeny, teeny, teeny steps so you can't help but be successful and then you just build on that. Yeah. Well, and, and it's so funny that we're talking at the time of the year we are. It's the new year and even though it's just another date on the calendar, the reality is so many of us make decisions that we're going to start this new year, it's it's a fresh page for people, which we can start a fresh page tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The calendar doesn't determine that, but for many, you know, we start with that. So, have you seen a have you seen a rise in the amount of people wanting to work with you for the start of a new year, or or yeah. is it has a it been business as usual? Make, uh, the majority of New Year's resolutions are around health, health, wellness, losing weight, yes. exercise, and the average American right. um, quits on day eight. <laughs> One week of this, this whatever, and they're done. And the right. second big chunk of right. people, per my highly technical research on Google, uh, is day 32. So they've gone for a month in, and they're done. But you can't start the new year saying, I'm going to lose 80 pounds and run a marathon. Are those doable goals? Mm -hmm. Yes, but not in right. January. <laughs> you know, right. I did have a client that in wanted Ohio. to lose uh, 80 pounds. Like, actually, this was last year. And I said, are you want to go on a diet or, or is your goal to eat more healthfully, mindfully? And she wanted to change her habits. And I asked her, when's your birthday? And it was October. And I said, why don't you lose the weight for your birthday? What's what's the rush? Why does it have to be three months or this month? Why don't we just make the dream a gift to yourself? And yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it takes a while to change habits. I think when you make a New Year's resolution, even if it's ten or fifteen pounds, and you go to the gym, you just overcook yourself, and you have to start smaller. Mm. That's why New Year's resolutions never yeah. really stick. They're a little right. grand. They're usually a little grandiose. Yeah, exactly. Last year, my new mine was to get the band New Edition uh, together for a reunion. And that was pretty good. <laughs> didn't happen. It, not, it when, didn't when happen. happen? <laughs> it did not happen. It's going to happen one day. And to your point, yeah. <laughs> I should not have made it 
to happen within a year because that's going to require a lot. Plus, they're on tour now, and so maybe I did get them back together. I don't know. Uh, they're just not yeah, on the show. You might have just put I that said, out into so. the universe and got the whole thing started. So you could probably take, you know, put you that go. on your resume. <laughs> I should. I'm going to take credit for that. Darn it. Um, <laughs> but it is good to dream big. I'm not against dreaming big. You got to dream no. big. For example, I was dreaming yeah. big when I said I want to sleep eight hours, seven eight hours. What? <laughs> because right. I, I have to tell you, I'm the mom of it. My son has autism, so probably 25 years on autopilot, sleep deprivation. Wow. And uh, he lives yes. about a mile and a half down the road. He has helpers 24-7 and a roommate. He's a lower-functioning guy, but, hey, I still get to play Candyland, riveting game of Hungry Hippos, and read Stella Luna. Um, That's awesome, though. Give a mouse a cookie, and then we have to bake cookies. <laughs> And I still pretend I'm a shark at the Lifetime Pool. And now, needless to say, my son is 6'1", <laughs> and he's 28 years old, but yeah. he's just a very large preschooler. Um, didn't sleep much. So um, that was a yeah. huge adjustment to have him move down the, the street. And my goal was to sleep seven or eight hours. And that took about six months. You can't just say, I'm going to sleep two extra hours. <laughs> took some planning. Yeah. And then I went in for my exam during COVID for my checkup in October, and my doctor is very thorough. She says, how much are you sleeping? And I said, about seven, seven and a half hours. She's like, Jennifer. And I'm like, no, really? Yeah. And I did my Garmin, average seven, and it said like 712. She went, what? She said, you have just changed the trajectory of your life because your, your weight is more wow. stable when you sleep at night. Your mental health is stable. And when you're burning the candle at both ends, you're fine and healthy now. But when you're like in your 70s, you're cutting your time back a little bit when you don't get enough sleep. And uh, wow. so she was very impressed. And now I have to say, what made me smile today is kind of funny because I was going to ask. I've you. been home for like two years, and you would think your smoke detector would go off during the day, but no, Aaron, it still goes <laughs> off at one o'clock. Oh, it's the middle the of the night. <laughs> so <laughs> my smile today is there's no beeping. I have. I had to get. The, it wasn't a battery issue. So we got the whole uh, unit uh, unit replaced. <laughs> unit replaced. So. I'm thinking I can't go back to five hours of sleep. I really sleep is um, <laughs> underrated. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's highly underrated. It really is. Yes. Well, I was going to ask you, so I'm glad you said what made you smile today because I was going to ask you, but I didn't know if that was okay to ask you. So there you go. <laughs> the, I was going to, so as you were talking, I was thinking, I think it seems like, is it fair to say what you do for others is um, th they come in with their box of stuff, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. Um, good, bad, or otherwise, and they kind of dump it on the table, and you help them compartmentalize. And please tell me, this this may be completely bad analogy, but you help them compartmentalize, or at least maybe um, put first things first in you know their the boxes, their life, and all their stuff. Of you know, this is the things that are bothering me. These are the things I'm struggling with. These are the things that are weighing on me. These are the, my stressors. These are my good days. As you said, what's made you smile today? Those kind of things. Um, is it true that, so do you help people kind of just put things back in the box neatly? No, well, you can't <laughs> really address, well, say? you can come to me and you can say, you know, my, you know, relationships, you want deeper relationships, you want a closer relationship with God, you want to lose 20 pounds you want to change your day job and you want to move to Texas. Okay, we're not going to work on all those things. <laughs> and a lot right, of times people right. come to me yeah. with one specific goal and there's a lot of layers like an onion and it ends up being not really anything that they had come with, but that little goal 
right. um, transpires and crosses over into other areas of your life. For example, I had a um, financial person that was working like 80 hours a week and she wanted to spend more time with her kids and volunteer and exercise. And I said, well, let's just, let's just start at one manageable thing. Now, what's your biggest area that you want to focus on? And it changes and it can ebb and flow and there's going to be, um, you know, speed bumps and things like that. But where do you want to start and we'll make some progress. And usually, whether it's exercise, whether I had, um, a guy in the army that lived in Colorado, and his he called himself Mr. 85%. And I can talk about this because it's on my website if you read my testimonials. And he said, I have so many DIY projects. My whole house is a wreck. Why can't I finish anything? And I said, well, finish. you have to, we right. just talked about it and itemized. What's your why? And when do you want mm. this done? And what needs to be done before and after? And you just kind of talk it out that kind of that kind of way. And then the layers kind of peel back. And it really wasn't about the DIY projects. <laughs> hmm. Right. So, and I was going to say that. So some people may come in with X, but, but they leave with an understanding of Y. No, no pun intended. Um, the, the Y, let's address the Y first, and then we'll get to the X. Because, or, or the X will take care of itself because we have to address a deeper root issue. Uh, whether, you know, again, addictions or things like that, a lot of times addictions are driven by something completely not related to the addiction itself. It's it's something earlier in your yeah. life there's or a comma, there's a, a stress or something. Is, before you get to the period at the end of the sentence. Right, right. And so is it is it fair to say that that's what you help people just kind of unpack a little bit? Again, you said not a therapist, but at least getting to that, and maybe they have to go to a therapist to deal with the yeah, root of that. that or, or do you also uh, deal with and that? therapists at the same time. Oh, I, absolutely, because okay. I do not have enough letters after my name to be a a, uh, a therapist. I've certainly seen a counselor when I went through, you know, a divorce. Right, that was right. kind of hard. Right. Um, but and also when I went through this nine month intensive, we dug very deep into trauma, intersectionality, uh, relationships positive psychology and you really had to take a moment and think inside that we you know I had healing that I had to do as well I grew up in an alcoholic family in many ways I'm kind of grateful for that because there was that sense of um, association parents drinking sometimes mm -hmm. it goes bad sometimes you know but it was like always the drinking and then we had normal things go on but um, typically, <clears throat> there was a drinking, uh, a bad situation. It was usually involved drinking, and there wasn't accountability. There wasn't apology. So that was hard to grow up with. But I learned incredibly good adaptive skills, which helped me umpteen years later when my son with autism came came along. Nothing could shock me or surprise me. I could handle any crisis, calmness, and cucumber. Right. So in some ways, that prepared me for that. But when I've talked to other people that mm. have had childhood abuse maybe with mental health issues for kids that is so much harder to understand when your parents act a certain way and it's more of a mental health issue because it's you just don't understand it and and that's really hard yeah. that's really hard to heal from there's people that have tragedies in their life and they have a, a family member that's committed suicide and there's guilt there's shame there's yeah. all these layers and I know what I did is a lot of times I just shoved that so far down but it's not going anywhere. It's still down there. So I had to kind of think about that and how I felt about that and, you know, find my way very introspective. And what happened, Aaron, is I just 
realize how resilient I am and I'm becoming this, the best, gen, best version of Jennifer that I can be. Of course, um, I think you said this on your podcast. I do listen to your show. Um, today, today <laughs> I have to get up and I put all the work in. But tomorrow is not up to me. Tomorrow, you know, God's yeah. plan, whatever's going to happen, that's tomorrow. I just have to put the work in, work in today and be right. the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we, we control the inputs. God controls the outcome. And you know what? And, the best you know, version of myself today was a little cranky and sleepy with the smoke detector. <laughs> and, you know, tomorrow you the best version of me is, is right where you're at. You know, it's mm-hmm. not always 110 yeah. percent. Sometimes the best version of you, you're at 75 percent. But you're, do, you're just doing the best with what you have. Right. And it's such a, I don't, I don't mean this, any disrespect at all. It's a very cliche thing right now for people to say, oh, I'm, I'm living my best life or I'm the best version of myself or, you know, people say that, but I think you just unpacked a little bit of what it means to actually be that, to be the best version of yourself. Um, but in order to do that, it, you can't just wake up and be the best version of yourself. I think there's probably some homework you have yeah, to you do have to, have some reality to be prepared for the day of the smoke. And life's hard. You still have yeah. hard stuff to get through. And, um, right. You know, Michael, if I, I just really feel like I want to make the world a kinder place. We have a lot of lanes mm-hmm. in the road right now, Aaron, to navigate, and people so are waiting to be offended. Um, right. And just, you know, to jump on you. <clears throat> but people aren't, you know, people need to go out of the way to be nice. Honestly, kindness is free. Mm-hmm. And that can be paying it forward for the coffee behind you at Starbucks. But you know what? Kindness can be, you notice somebody looks nice. Well, just tell them. But also kindness right. can be is keeping your mouth closed when you want to say something that you don't really have to say. That's also kindness. Right. And um, that's I think hard. Just those little things like that, you know, I think become ripples. And if we can all just be a little nicer and then, you know, spread the wealth, um, the world might be a little bit easier to navigate because there's just a lot of craziness going on. So you really have to find... Find find the uh, the happier things and the good things in the situation with so much going on. I, I think it's gotten easier to be mean, uh, especially in the social media world, because we can hide behind the keyboard. Well, that also works on yourself, too. I think it's much easier to say self-deprecating remarks and like, oh, that's a nice shirt. Oh, it was on sale instead of thank you. Because nobody wants to say, oh, thank you. It's a nice shirt. You know, and um, sometimes... Caregivers, too, are much easier to be mean and hard on yourself than it is to be kind. Mm -hmm. So I think in making the world a kinder place, it starts right here. You have to be kinder, Mm. kinder to yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Cammie Prannell, and I'm the executive director for My Unscripted. We hope you are enjoying today's interview. My Unscripted is dedicated to helping others find their voice, passion, and follow their dreams. Our team can help create websites, apps, YouTube channels, podcasts, media, and social content. Whatever your passion and vision, we can help. Our good friend Manny Ahome of Samaritan's Feet once said, make sure your dreams and goals are big enough to create room for others to join you. We've created room for you to join us too. Find out more at myunscripted.com. Now let's join Aaron for the second half of today's interview. So what's the journey for someone uh, listening today that would be interested in, in, you know, working with you? What's the, what's the path? What's the journey to work with you? 
Um, well, there's a lot of different things that I have going on. The uh, Hilliard Chamber of Commerce, along with Dublin and Westerville, had an expo in October, and they rescheduled it for uh, February 23rd, I think, a Wednesday, okay. at um, Scene 75 over at Tuttle. Nice. Okay. And yep. I'm going to have a table. Come and say hi. You can give me there a hug. Go. I'll have my mask on. And just um, come, you know, just come and say hello and visit. And then, coincidentally, uh, my dear friend Jordan has a um, LLC diverse network, and he had an expo which was supposed to be next week, and he rescheduled it. And he called me. It's Thursday after the Hilliard one, and I went, "Oh, wow, wow!" And that's like uh, five to eight down at uh, Cover My Meds. I will have a table there too. So it's going to be. If I thought, why not? It'll be an exciting couple of sure. days. Right. So there you can come and say hello, but also I'll give you my website and you can call me. I have a free 15-minute just question-answer kind of thing, okay. no problem. But I also have a uh, something on there called a discovery call, and I will talk for you for a full hour. Where okay. are you? What do you want to work on? And you can see, you know, Jennifer, you're really not my cup of tea. Or, um, you know, some of that's personality or just feeling things out, and maybe you'll come back in six months. But that's absolutely free. You can just call me and, and uh, chat. You can look on my website um, at the testimonials, which make me so humble. Oh, <laughs> I so feel like, yeah. oh, my gosh, people. I yeah. didn't really want to put those up for the longest time. But, you know, you can read those. Those are real people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. They're in that box. Yeah. Yeah. And you can yeah. send me uh, an email. I'll give you my email. And I usually will try to answer in about 24 hours. Um, get back. Get back to you. So, yeah. Okay. So two opportunities to see you in person. Typically, or... I'll meet with people. Yeah, for the most part right now, Zoom is just fine. And okay. I'll meet with you for like an hour once a week. And sometimes I'll have a wet Wednesday check-in. Aaron, you may say, you know, I'd like to work on this this week. Don't bother me. But Or I'll say, how can I support you? And you say, you know, could you give me a little Wednesday check-in, make sure I'm still on track? that type of thing, or you know, someone that might need motivation or inspiration, I might send you, you know, little funny memes or something along those That's lines. That's awesome. Um, and I'm more than happy to take a phone call during the week when you hit a hit a wall. Um, like I said, I've met people at Panera. One lady, woman that I worked with was working on her confidence, and for two months we only talked on the phone. Wow. And then she was to the point where she started talking on, on Zoom. So. It's a very vulnerable place, and you're, it's a very safe space, and I'm just going to listen to you. Obviously, the only exceptions would be if you're at risk of hurting yourself or hurting someone right. else, right? or you're doing something illegal. That's not yeah. going to go. I'm going to have to report that. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is understandable. Yeah. Well, but so you, I love that. So I think, and this is why I'm so glad to have you on. At the time we're having you on, it's the start of a new year, and a lot of people are making those decisions. And if you are, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. I believe Jennifer would say the same. We're here for it. Um, you know, statistically, those are those don't go well for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, it's the start of a new year. It's tomorrow is the start of a new day. Yeah, so tomorrow's a new day. You know, choose every, whenever. It doesn't every matter. Every morning you get up, you can either do better, mm -hmm. do it differently, or just do it over. It's just, a new day. Yeah. And before yeah. I, when I wake up in the morning, I don't think about my to-do list. This is a very good thing that I, I kind of like to do. And before my feet hit the floor, I think of what I'm grateful for. Before mm. I get out of bed, I don't go to the bathroom, any of those things. I think of three things I'm grateful for. And it's not world peace. We had snow the other day, and I said, 
oh, I'm so grateful I have a garage. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I said my three grateful things, and you start sure. in the moment. You're not thinking to do, to do, to do. Um, you know, put your phone away an hour before you go to bed because your brain needs to sleep too. And I don't mm. check my phone in the morning until I get up and I uh, meditate. I read a little scripture and have my quiet time, which is was such a strange transition because for years I would roll out of bed straight to the gym and just do that. And now I roll out of, I do my gratitude and I roll out of bed and I'll meditate, have my quiet time. And I'm just so calm as a cucumber. And then I go to the gym, but it's starting your day much more intentional, intentional than starting right. it out in a race. Yeah. So you've already given us several great applicable things, um, just free of charge. <laughs> just for the, if somebody's listening to a podcast, that was, that was the only charge was to listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and there's no charge for that. But, uh, I love that. Um, I love, I love the question you asked me. I really do. Um, let me just smile today. Um, so if you're listening to this, uh, write that down, put it on a post-it note, put it in your iPhone notes, put it in your mind, whatever it is, you know, ask someone that today. That's a, what a great question to ask someone. Well, Not, you do the other thing that, too that I, I like so to good. do. Is people have their, you know, put your phone down and your head up. And mm. I, when I walk out of the gym, I say good morning to everybody. And they're like, huh? But what do people do when you say good morning? They look up and they usually smile back and say good morning. Or you could just walk and ignore everybody at the grocery store or yeah. uh, at the gym. But you know what? If you say good morning to somebody, they're probably going to look up and smile. And I usually try to ask people, you know, how was your day? I know one time at the Giant Eagle, this young fella... It was like a Tuesday. How was your weekend? And it was, you know, this or that. And he said, I had the crappiest weekend. And he was telling me about it. I'm like, holy, it's Tuesday and nobody's even asked you, how, how was your weekend? Yeah. Just ask people the smallest questions or kindness. Right. And be prepared. For, be prepared for the answer. I had that thought to, today. Yes, I was walking across the parking lot. The I was headed out somewhere and I saw someone I don't even know. And. I just said, hey, good morning. And she said, good morning. And I'm like, how are you? And her face was startled. <laughs> like like she wasn't yeah. expecting a return Strange question. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> right, stranger danger. And then it was the cliche, great, how was yours? And I'm like, you know what? And I said, oh, I'm great. And, and I was actually on my way to a therapy session. So uh, the reality is it's like, you know, we ask each other that. And most of the time, none of us stick around for the answer. Um, mm -hmm. In a good way, a therapy session, not a bad way. But uh, well, my, you know, the, the point was, it's not like, just... this is a stranger. I'm not going to say, hey, I'm on my way to a therapy session, but I'm great. How are you? You know, <laughs> I think, but we do that. But I think, you know, if it be intentional, as you said, I think the word's intentional. Um, whether it's somewhere at the grocery store or my somewhere daughter home. always teases me. She said, "Oh God, help you if you have a name tag." <laughs> I would <laughs> be like, "Erin, right. so it's what? Did you have a nice dinner? What did you do yesterday? Did right. you get outside?" I try to ask right. a little bit more, uh, in, you know, caring kind of questions. So, For and sure. you know, I I do talk to strangers and make friends in the elevator. Yes, I do, but. That's, you know, that's just the nature of my, uh, my personality. And I think somebody told me once when any, any times of crisis, when bad things happen, look for the helpers. I think it was Mr. Rogers. I'm like, well, that's me. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll help you when you don't want to be helped. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, I, as we've had this conversation, I'm so thankful for your time. Number one, I'm thankful for how you pour into my, my, my bride. Um, you know, you all are in the same small group and, um, uh, she comes home so energized. Uh, she just loves, that group oh, and and for that i you know i love the group because um 
So you, you all pour into her, and I'm thankful for that. Um, but, you know, we, we started off the conversation talking about superheroes, and, and you are a superhero um, by the stories that you've told, you know, how your son um, go, making it through divorce uh, you know in what? the middle of he, a pandemic. He's a handful. Yeah, I will yeah. say he's a handful, and people usually ask me, is he like Rain Man? No. Yeah. That's, no, that was just a movie. He's He's like a big three-year-old, and if you remember... Yeah three-year-olds when you're trying to get on the phone with your insurance they're into mischief um temper tantrums he doesn't get his way he'll try to you know swatch it but like i said he's 180 but he's also he will just stop by he swims over here every day and he'll stop by and sometimes he runs upstairs and cleans out my refrigerator and sometimes he comes in just to give me a kiss on the cheek and he just holds my face and I'm telling you, Aaron, he looks at me like I'm a unicorn and it's like the whole universe is okay. No matter, no matter what's happened. I'm like, oh. yeah. it, when you get married, you, you just feel madly in love. And when you have kids, you kind of, there's more, but when you 100%. have a child with some adversity, it's like, oh, yeah. I just, I just love him so much, Aaron. It's sometimes it just hurts. You love, mm. I love him so much. I'd walk on water for yeah. that, for that, or a fire. I mean, I'd walk on fire for that little guy, but, um, I'm the lucky one. Because yeah. I would have never, ever imagined I could do the hard things I've done and walk the walk that I've walked. These wrinkles are not free. They earned all of them. <laughs> and I'm the blessed one because I never knew that uh, I could fight the battles that I had to fight. So I'm very grateful to be his mom. And I also yeah. have a pretty amazing daughter, too, that's in North Carolina. And oh, uh, hey. She's making the world a better place. Growing up, my friends used to call her Megan Mandela. We saved everybody from everything. <laughs> she's a real. She's a beautiful soul. So I'm very awesome. proud of her too. Well, there's no doubt that uh, they have a great mentor in you and a superhero, um, superhero mom. Uh, you are a superhero. Again, raising you know everything we've talked about. Starting this in the middle of a pandemic, looking to help others when a time when most of us were focused on ourselves uh, and probably bad things for ourselves because we were stuck with ourselves <laughs> for, for, you know, the time we were home, uh, which started a lot of bad habits for a lot of people, myself included. Um, you know, you're, you're a superhero. I'm so thankful for your friendship uh, to myself, your encouragement to me, uh, your friendship to my wife, and... Um, you know, hopefully to this audience, the encouragement you've been today, you've given us some great applicable things. Um, your website again is Jennifer uh, coach, Jennifer coach, coach, Jennifer, Jennifer yes. all the one word coach J N N I F E R the number for you. So coach Jennifer for you.net .net. and yep. my email, cause you don't want to mess with my last name. It's too complicated is <laughs> my email is info at coach Jennifer for you. Net. So I can we can put that in the transcripts. Uh, yes, I will put that and, in you know, there. Your, and I will your, share. your wife is a lovely gift too, and I told her I was in charge of the pasta that we had the other day that we made the other so day, good. and it's very it loud so at your good. house when we. Had <laughs> it was so good, honestly. So just for the audience, they made homemade pasta and sauce and meatballs. I was um, in charge of the sauce. <laughs> oh, it was it was so good, and honestly. Uh, we used leftovers and, and we put them in uh, a stromboli, which was also amazing. So, yes, it was. So thank you for. But most of all, thank you for pouring into her uh, and feeding her spiritually and connectedly. Um, I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now. Connectedly is the word. But <laughs> thank, thank you for. Well, that was one um, of my goals. Thank you for loving her. Too. Enriching my, um, my spiritual side. 
and I just got put exactly where I need to be with a, a small group of 12. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, uh, completely different, but we're more alike than we are different at the same time. Yeah. Beautiful group I love of that. women. So, okay. Website coach Jennifer for the, the number four you.net coach jennifer for you.net and email is info at coach jennifer the number four you.net did i get those right yes, yes. Awesome. and you can come and you're on all the either, socials too right? of those expos i'll give you a kindness matters bracelet or a magnet <laughs> awesome and that was uh scene 75 what was the date of that again yeah the scene the hillier dublin and west Doverell expo is going to be at scene 75 and that's going to be wednesday the 23rd of february i'll have a table and you know i took my son's um twister because there's only four colors and i made it you spin it, and I have one. You're gonna, you can get a back scratcher, and the nice. other one you can get a candle, hand wipes, yeah. and the other one's a toothbrush. So you know, really extravagant gifts at my table. <laughs> I love and it. then the Diverse Network is having an expo um, at Cover My Meds downtown, and that right. is the, the um, day after that on the 24th Thursday, like five to eight. So I'll be there in person. Come say hello. Or, like I said, you can sign up on my website to have a 15-minute conversation or an hour. Or if you run into any snafus, just, just email me, and I'll call you, and we'll set up something on the phone if you don't want to mess with the, the signing up on the website. That's no problem. And I encourage anyone listening to this to please uh, take a minute, just pause, think about the things that we've, the applicable things that you've already given us to do. Be thankful in the morning before you get up. Just a lot of what you talked about. But uh, take a minute and and think about, um, you know, where you're at. Uh, I've had addiction specialists on. Um, you know, this year we're going to have a lot of people on um, that, that, Really, honestly, it, I, I hope to be of a service to people, and this is just another opportunity to do that. Where are you in life? Because I think we're at a place, we're at a critical time, as you said. People are very unhappy. People are frustrated. People are mad. People are addicted, whatever it might be. Um, you know, there's no shame in being your best self, and sometimes you need someone else to just come alongside and listen and help you unpack and uh, help you become your best self and there's no shame that little, in that. That little factor of accountability sometimes right. helps too but when you right. think about it you have to take your your job your family your habits your wants and dreams and put those all in like a container and if you think about all of you all of jennifer in a container where's the cracks mm. where are the cracks at because the stronger you make your foundation the stronger you're going to be on yeah. all fronts but we all have cracks somewhere. Sometimes we don't want to deal with them and we put them over here. But if you just take a, a moment and think, yeah, I probably should work on that a little bit. Yeah. There's no greater time than now. And um, I'm, I'm so thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for being willing to come on. Uh, thank you for speaking to this audience. And um, I'm, I'm just thankful for you for so many reasons. Thank you. I was a little bit nervous, but you know, you weren't, you're not too scary after all, right? <laughs> I try not to be. I really do try not to be. I, I have a face you for doing radio. What you're so. doing because your podcast is just uh, on a trajectory of uh, all goodness and, and going you. at rocket speed. <laughs> 
it's I only know one way, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so good, bad, or otherwise. But thank you so much. Uh, I, I look forward to uh, to getting this out as soon as possible and uh, hopefully help some people. So go go see Jennifer at either one of those opportunities. Visit mm-hmm. her on her website. Send her an email. And um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's get twenty two twenty two rolling with uh, a lot of positivity. Yeah. Yep. Tomorrow's another day to get started. It is. Right. And thank you so much for having me on. I very appreciate, very much appreciate your time. Absolutely. All right. We will talk to you soon. I'll probably see you next Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably see you soon. Bye. Right. God bless. Bye, talk everybody. Call me. Bye. <laughs> That's right. Call me. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.